All 10 bodies have now been recovered from the crash site, which stretches over a mile, although they haven't yet been formally identified. One of them, we're told, is the body of Yevgeny Prigozhin. The speculation is it is highly likely that the Russia's FSB intelligence service orchestrated the plane crash, maybe on the direct orders of Vladimir Putin. But if it was at his direction, you would get no sense of that from the statement he put out a little earlier. The president said Prigozhin was a talented businessman, someone I have known, he said, since the 1990s. He sent his condolences to the families of everyone killed and promised to look at whatever the investigators turn up. On the Wagner Group's Telegram channel, threats have been made and there are some reports security has been increased in Rostov, the city that briefly was seized by the Wagner Group during its mutiny in June. Here is our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg. In a field 60 miles from Moscow, the wreckage of a plane, the private jet on which the Russian authorities say Yevgeny Prigozhin was traveling. An investigation's underway into the cause of this crash. Was it a bomb, a missile? Was it sabotage? The authorities say all 10 people on board were killed. But it's Mr. Prigozhin's fate that is center of attention. For years, the Kremlin's Mr. Fixit, his mercenary group had fought in Ukraine. But two months ago, it mutinied. They took over the city of Rostov and moved on towards Moscow. It was an unprecedented challenge to the Kremlin. So, is Yevgeny Prigozhin's reported demise in the plane crash President Putin's revenge? Today, the Kremlin leader broke his silence on the crash. He said he'd known Mr. Prigozhin a long time, since the early 1990s. He called him a man with a difficult fate who'd made mistakes, but who was talented. But President Putin has previously called the Wagner mutiny a stab in the back and betrayal he cannot abide. If the crash was an act of revenge, then what is the message? Uh, this is a clear message to elites. You must be loyal or you must express your double loyalty even. And this is a message to ordinary people. Look, you can survive this period, but you must be quiet. There is no need in supporting somebody else. Only Putin is uh, your president, your autocrat, uh, your person to admire. In other words, don't cross the Kremlin. The world of Russian politics, though, is a murky one. Some here suspect a hoax. There's talk of a second Wagner plane that landed safely. But outside Wagner offices in St. Petersburg, there's now a shrine. People here are in mourning for a mercenary chief they believe has been killed. Steve Rosenberg, BBC News. Well, our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg, is visiting London, and I'm pleased to say he is tonight with me here in the studio. I want to talk to you about this statement. I don't know what you made of it. It seemed rather abstract, rather devoid from what had gone on, the enormity of what had gone on in the last two months. What did you make of it? Vladimir Putin's statement, yeah. I mean, uh, condolences and compliments, right? He made compliments to Yevgeny Prigozhin, talented man, talented businessman, someone who uh, would try to get... Uh, achieve things for himself and for the common cause, so lots of compliments. But that doesn't change the fact, I think, that um, many people, if not most people in Russia and certainly abroad, will 
conclude or have concluded that the Russian authorities um, were behind uh, what happened to, to the plane. Um, why is that? Well, we know what Vladimir Putin has said for years now about treachery. Mm. He said his treachery is the one thing he cannot forgive. And he made it clear two months ago that he viewed the perpetrators of the Wagner mutiny as traitors. Um, therefore, and he said that they would be punished. The fact they weren't punished immediately has nothing to do with this. Uh, the plane crash happened two months exactly since the, the start of the mutiny. Therefore, many people will suspect that uh, the authorities played a role in this. Why do you think he waited two months if, if indeed he was involved in it? President Putin is not the kind of person who acts immediately. He waits. He bides his time. Um, it's the same uh, when he sacks officials, fires officials. It doesn't always happen immediately. He waits. Now, I'm not saying 100% uh, that the authorities did this, right? Mm. I have you know, no proof, no evidence. Uh, and to, to an extent, you know, whoever was behind this, whatever was the cause uh, of this plane to crash, um, I think the Kremlin will be quite pleased uh, that people are talking about President Putin as the man who may be getting revenge here, because it sends a very strong message to anyone else in Russia who may be planning some kind of armed insurrection or some coup. It sends a message to Wagner loyalists, uh, don't cross the Kremlin. Don't even think about uh, raising arms because it's going to end badly. There is, of course, all sorts of speculation about why this plane came down. Uh, we've just heard from Patrick Ryder, he's a spokesperson for the Pentagon who'd been looking at it. Have a listen to what he said. Our initial assessment is that it's likely uh, Prigozhin was killed. Um, we're continuing to assess uh, the situation. Um, we don't have any information to indicate right now. Um, the press reporting uh, stating that there was some type of surface-to-air missile that took down the plane. We assess that information to be inaccurate. Uh, again, nothing to indicate, no information to suggest that there was a surface-to-air missile. Um, but beyond that, I'm, I'm really just not going to have any further information. I, I sense that will fuel further conspiracy theories. Perhaps it doesn't matter, though. Perhaps all that really matters is whether Prigozhin is alive or dead. I think you're right. I mean, was this a bomb? Was this sabotage? Was this a missile? At the end of the day, uh, if, as you say, Yevgeny Prigozhin is dead, then that is the end of the Prigozhin story, absolutely. And the, the, the questions to ask now are, does Vladimir Putin emerge stronger from this? I suspect that he will emerge stronger uh, because two months ago, uh, there were whispers, there were people talking about Vladimir Putin looking weaker. The fact that Mr. Prigozhin was able to launch this mutiny uh, in which several Russian servicemen were killed, and yet he wasn't punished. Charges were dropped against him, and that made the Kremlin leader look weak. Two months on, well, we hear, hear about the reported demise of Yevgeny Prigozhin. Mm. And therefore, uh, this message I was talking about that the Kremlin will be sending mm. to opponents, I think that potentially makes him stronger. Steve, I could talk to you all night, but you are on holiday and I have to let you resume your holiday. But it's uh, lovely to see you in person. Thank you very much you indeed too. for coming in.
Thank you. Uh, well, let's pick up some of this and speak to uh, Polina Ivanova. She's the Russia correspondent for the Financial Times. It's uh, nice to see you, Polina. Um, I, I know you've been following the story through the course of the day. Can you tell me a little bit about the investigation, the location of the bodies and, um, and what is being done in Moscow to get to the bottom of this? Well, we know that the plane crashed um, somewhere northwest of Moscow around the Tver region in a settlement um, near, near a local village. And there were a lot of eyewitnesses, so there's a lot of footage around it. Um, we know that the Russian Investigative Committee has said that it is launching a criminal case to investigate the causes of the incident. And also Russia's aviation agency, Rosaviatsa, has said that it is uh, looking for the black box and is also looking into the causes of the incident. So uh, right now we know that the parts of the plane are scattered in quite a narrow, a small area, apart from I think the tail end of the plane is about three and a half kilometers away somewhere else. So everybody is still piecing together what really happened. Um, but of course, the primary theories that are being discussed are uh, a terror, potentially a, a bomb on the plane, something in the in the undercarriage of the plane. Um, others have spoken about a surface to air missile. So there are different theories. Mm. Uh, you'd probably heard Steve saying that what matters at the end of the day is the fate of Prigozhin and whether he's alive or dead. Do you, do you think the Russian authorities will produce a body to put an end to the conspiracy that he is still alive? If you were going to put a stake through the heart of your enemy, um, the best way to do that, presumably, would be to show the world that he is well and truly dead. I mean, I think in their eyes, uh, the theatricality of the incident that we saw, I mean, the fact that um, this wasn't a Novichok poisoning, this wasn't a um, assassination in the, in the dead of night, this was in the broad daylight, uh, a plane being taken down out of the sky, I think, with the entire, um, you know, leadership of Wagner on board, it's difficult for them, I think, to send a stronger message than uh, than that. There are plenty of people, as you say, who who believe this further strengthens Putin's position after a sort of wobbly couple of months. But you'll have seen online, I'm sure, the pictures of presumed pictures of President Putin driving to the Kremlin last night, reports that he might have returned to Moscow, these reports that there are uh, this tighter security in Rostov. Do you do you think we are at the end of this process, or, or could there now be a, a process of bloodletting as as other Wagner figures try to wreak their revenge? I think what this has done is really sent a very powerful message, and it sent a signal and and struck quite a lot of fear into the hearts of anybody who might have continued to side with Prigozhin after the mutiny. Um, I think it's un a uh, large kind of response from those who still supported Prigozhin in the, in the past two months. Um, it is much more likely to, to create a sense of perhaps um, jaded uh, disillusionment among those people who still saw uh, Prigozhin as a kind of tr speaking, uh, speaking truth to power, as criticizing the leadership of the Russian army for their failures. But um, another march on Moscow, another wave of anger, more bloodletting, um, more opposition. I think it's, in fact, quite unlikely considering the strength of the message that Putin has just sent. Interesting. Polina, good to talk to you tonight. Thank you very much.